Hi, everyone. This is Lou Meluso from Ram Radio, reporting from the Fort Smith Regional Art Museum, located in beautiful downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas, where we bring you the best in fine art exhibitions, art education programs, and exciting events. Our special guest today is David M. Hayes. Mr. Hayes is the son of the sculptor David Hayes, and he's here today to talk about his father's work and the exhibition that we now have on view at RAM, Modern Master David Hayes, the Ventana Series. David, thank you for coming today. We're glad to have you here. I'm thrilled to be here, Lou. Thank you for inviting me. With such a beautiful show, I just got a chance to see it today. I was wondering if, before we jumped into your father's work, maybe you could just tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm obviously the son of my dad, uh, so I'm the son of the sculptor, and that's how I refer to myself on my business card. I had the good fortune of growing up in Paris, thanks to my parents. My dad was given a Fulbright early in my life. I was two years old, and I arrived to this country at age 10, so that was a nice way to start, and I benefit from a decent education. More importantly, I benefit from having grown up in my parents' home, where I was surrounded by just, you know, growing up, remarkable people, uh, lively people over to dinner, interesting conversations. So I am fortunate, I think, in many, many ways, mostly by having picked the right parents to begin with. (laughs) Of course. Now, many of our listeners may or may not know your father's work. So why don't you just talk a little bit about your father's sculptures and the aesthetic that they express. Well, my dad is a highly regarded American sculptor. He had a robust 60-year career. Uh, He died five years ago, but in the interim, early in his life, he had shows at the Museum of Modern Art at the Guggenheim at the time when he was actually in his 20s. Uh, Early, early in his life, he had the good fortune to learn how to weld from a man by the name of David Smith, who's regarded as the father of American uh, modern sculpture. When we lived in Paris, he collaborated fairly regularly with uh, Alexander Calder, who had a studio at the time, and he was a serious man. He was very serious about the way he went about his work and about how he created uh, the sculpture. He was also a full-time professional sculptor doing sculpture only and nothing else, that is to say, not, um, not getting sidetracked by teaching, for example. And he was remarkably productive and prolific. He left us, as I mentioned, five years ago, but we have on the estate a a lot of work that we're now by we i'm talking about the family trying to catalog and um, get our hands around i see and the the foundation is run by your brothers and sisters and yourself you mentioned the foundation and that's and that's a nice piece of news we are just we received our our letter from the irs in february of this year so we now have the david hayes art foundation which is in place and that's been set up to care for and protect and preserve my father's artwork, uh, let's say, let's hope for the next hundred years. And the answer to your question is right. Uh, There are four of us, uh, four children. We're all board members of the foundation, and we're all equally involved in in, uh, assuring my father's legacy and in doing museum shows and making sure that uh, my father's reputation is protected and sound. Well, that sounds like an incredibly interesting work and a, a wonderful tribute to your father's legacy. 
Speaking of your dad's work, of course, uh, I see in the show a number of multicolored steel sculptures, and then, of course, the Ventana series, and then there are these, these gouache drawings uh, on the wall. Maybe you could talk a little bit about your father's artistic approach to his work. Sure, and that's a great question. My father had a very real process to creating his artwork. Uh, things did not just, you know, come up out of thin air. He would start with pencil sketches on a sketch pad, and the sketch pad is something he took with him everywhere. Even on the steering wheel in the car driving down to New York City, the sketch pad was always there. And in the process of his work, he would gather sketches that he had seen within his environment, create these, you mentioned these gouache studies. So a study would be essentially a plan for the sculpture. It's a drawing of what the sculpture is going to look like. And once he was satisfied with a certain study, he would take that from his painting studio, bring it down to his welding studio, tack it up on the studio wall, and then cut the steel based on the gouache study. And so the study acts as almost like an architectural plan. It starts with the sketches, pencil sketches, and then goes to the color studies, and then the final cut steel, which are then welded together and painted for the final, the final sculpture. The point is that there is a very real and methodical process to creating the artwork. Uh, these things didn't just happen. There was a lot of thought and deliberation into creating pieces that he would be satisfied with. I see. And what sort of inventory did he leave behind? Uh, I, I know that you mentioned uh, to me uh, previously that there was a number on the original property that your home resided on. Uh, are there others? There, there are. Uh, obviously, uh, there have been sales in my father's lifetime. And we estimate, the family estimates that about half of the large inventory is now in private hands, either in collector's hands or university hands or museum hands, in private hands. Uh, on the grounds, we count several hundred large sculptures that we identified after his death. We walked through the property and basically did a, did a head count of all the sculptures, um, annotating years and dimensions and condition and such. So we have, we've got a pretty good handle on that. A greater challenge will be getting an idea of all what I'll call the the, the ephemera, uh, the canvases, the acrylics, the works on paper, the gouaches, the woodcuts, the ceramics, the stained glass, uh, the cardwood sculptures, and a rough estimate including drawings and sketchbooks would be probably about 6,000 original objects that my father created with his hand in his lifetime, which is for any one artist, I believe, an enormous output. That's incredibly prolific. Let me ask you this. So I understand he had a lot of influences. You mentioned uh, uh, Calder. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and David Smith. And David Smith. You also, at least I understand, that uh, you lived in France for a while. What was your, your French years uh, like? Well, I was brought there when I was a baby. I was two years old. My brother Brian was six months old. So my parents, who, by the way, did not speak a word of French, went off for my dad's Fulbright, two little babies in tow. And you know what? They figured it out. They just had a blast. Uh, my dad learned the language there because he was good at that. Uh, my mom uh, went into the city to the Alliance Française and taught herself uh, French through the school there. And we were like little French kids. We went to the French public schools. I've got to say, we had a blast. Uh, two of my siblings were born there. I came to this country at age 10, and, you know, it's it's a great way to grow up. Uh, and my parents really thoroughly enjoy their time there. 
socializing with the expatriates, uh, going to embassy parties, and speaking with other artists who were there. My father met regularly with, who was it, uh, Giacometti, who had, a Par- who had a studio in Paris at the time. He took the boat over the channel to uh, England to meet with Henry Moore. And, you know, my father learned from everybody while he was a young man. And that, and those conversations with those, you know, a significant artist translate into what I feel is a um, uh, very strong aesthetic ex- expression, which is my dad's work. Well, getting to the strong aesthetic, you know, the Ventana series, which we have on exhibition now at the Regional Art Museum, is fairly unique. Uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit how that series developed. It comes out of my father's uh, screen sculpture series. The screens are a series that my father began in the 1970s. They're about the height of a person, five to five or six feet tall, sometimes larger. And they are almost just two-dimensional, as opposed to a traditional sculpture, which is more three-dimensional. So they look, in fact, like a screen. And there are very, there's a very real difference between the solid and the, and the open, the black and the white, and that's visible. Uh, so the Ventanas would be almost a miniature series of the screens, except for one important distinction in that they're enclosed enclosed by a steel rectangle to make them look like a window and that's where the name comes from ventana as you know means window in spanish so these are like little windows uh that you can see out of almost like screens uh through a window and what's interesting about this exhibition is that one it's the last complete series my father made in his lifetime he made all of them in 2006 so it's the most recent uh, complete series and two it's the very first time they have been shown as an entire group there are 10 of them uh, in total uh, some have been shown individually at other museums but this is the first time we've actually collected the entire all 10 of them to show them as a group and I think they hold up very well as a uh, as a collective well I, I can tell you firsthand that the uh, the impact of walking into that exhibit is fantastic when you see this whole series around the gallery. It's incredibly impressive. What would you like visitors to take away when they come here to this exhibit? What do you want them to take away from your father's work? I'd love to see a reaction. Uh, And I'll go back to my dad's words. Uh, It doesn't matter to us whether the reaction is good or bad. They can like it, they cannot like it. But my interest is seeing some kind of visceral reaction to the work and what my father told me in his lifetime that if somebody's neutral about the work if they don't react and that then that's where it's where it's failed uh so i like people to and and here's how it works lou people everybody brings their own set unique set of perspectives and experiences to the artwork and they're going to interact with it on their own terms based on you know their lifetime of experiences uh, so the reaction may be good, may be bad. To me, it doesn't matter. I like them to maybe see a little bit of what my father would have seen in his environment, perhaps the forms that were informed by nature, which is typically what drove my dad's work, forms that he saw in nature in his environment. And, um, and well, you know, enjoy the work. Enjoy the work of somebody who worked very, very hard to express his creative vision in cut, welded steel. Friends, if you're looking for a unique lunch or dinner experience, try R&R Curry Express. They're located at 1525 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith, right across the street from the Regional Art Museum. 
You can dine in or take out. Just give them a call at 479-494-5520. They have a delicious selection of North Indian food. My wife and I are regular customers. Try the butter chicken or shrimp tandoori or any of the daily chef specials. If you're looking for authentic North Indian cuisine, stop into R&R Curry Express. You'll be glad you did. And we're back with David M. Hayes. David, what do you see as the future of your father's work and the foundation that you've just formed? We're going to be doing several things. One, we're going to continue our, what I view as a fairly aggressive solo museum exhibition schedule. So we do museum exhibitions all over the country. We're fortunate in the sense that we uh, work largely with smaller regional museums. And so this year, I count 10 exhibitions across America. Uh, and so in short, we we just keep loading up the truck and sending it to different parts around the country. And that for me is pretty, pretty thrilling to send my dad's work to places that have not yet been exposed to the work. So that's one piece. We do a lot of museum shows. I think uh, more than what other um, well-regarded artists may, may be doing. We also are working on publications uh, because a book, by its, its definition, is going to last for a while. It's going to be on somebody's shelf for maybe 30 or 40 years, and who knows, somebody may pull it down and, and be uh, curious. We are working now on a um, what I call the big book, a, uh, a book of my father's sculpture that shows fairly thoroughly, um, it almost an encyclopedic look, uh, my dad's work's beginning from the early 60s to just the time before he died, including a lot of these smaller works. And so we're doing that. We've also put together an important piece, a complicated piece, but an important piece. And I alluded to this earlier, which is the David Hayes Art Foundation. It's our own nonprofit foundation. It's a 501c3. And through that, we'll take the existing sculpture fields in Connecticut, adapt them into an open-air museum, and our interest is collaborating with area uh, universities and, and layering on their existing curricula for arts programming for both undergrad and graduate level. I'd love to get school bus tours uh, to come walk the grounds, have elementary school kids walk the grounds and see the art in um, a, uh, a natural setting, uh, particularly from schools at what I'll call um, culturally underserved cities. Uh, and so we would raise money to pay for uh, the obvious things, school buses and, and things like that. And and down the road, we see perhaps artist residencies on the grounds, a symposium on the grounds, holding panels on the grounds, having uh, regional meetings for museum uh, museum uh, people, mu- mu- uh, curators and directors and such. And this has happened in the past. We had a Connecticut-based museum hold a retreat for its board of directors on the grounds uh, last year. And oh. That was, you know, that was nice. So all these things for one major reason, one, uh, preserve and protect the work and also help to preserve and bolster my dad's uh, reputation and legacy. Well, I'm sure that it'll get bolstered here in Fort Smith. Uh, From seeing the exhibition, uh, it's going to be a very exciting time during the course of this show. And I want to thank you for coming in today, David. It was uh, very nice to speak to you and learn a little bit more about your father and some insights into his work. 
Thank you, Lou. This is a delight. That is uh, David M. Hayes, son of the sculptor David Hayes, and his show, Modern Masters, David Hayes, the Ventana Series, is currently at the Fort Smith Regional Art Museum at 1601 Rogers Avenue, and it will go through September 6th to January 27, 2019. Well, folks, that wraps up our show for today. But before we leave, let me thank all of RAM's members, donors, and corporate sponsors. They make RAM and this program possible. Our exhibitions are always free, so please stop by the museum and enjoy the galleries, and consider supporting our mission by becoming a member or a partner. Thank you for listening to RAM Radio. This is Lou Maluso, the Executive Director of the Fort Smith Regional Art Museum, signing off. Until next time, I'll see you at the museum.